Hi guys and welcome to the talk room. This is where we talk about everything and anything and my name is Michael. And today I I'm going to be talking about we're going to not just me, so I have like um a friend who's here and we are going to be talking about things that trust me it's 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 going to be deep. <laughs> so brace yourself up. Yes, so last week we talked about um um self-value and self-worth. I was giving you guys a story about myself and my struggle with work and how I was able to get out of that space. So everybody that listened and shared and gave me feedback, thank you so much. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for always keeping tabs with us. So today it's a different turn. So let me just quickly introduce my guests. I have with me here Chinedu. Chinedu say something for everybody. Hello guys. My name is Chinedu and um I'm really grateful to be on this platform. Thank you all and I hope you Listen and try to understand everything that's going to be said here. Yeah, and yeah. thanks to my host, too, Michael, for the opportunity to talk on this platform. It's really good. Yeah, so um, let me give you people a backstory, right? Chinedu and I were, we were once in the choir, we were once in yeah. the same choir. So when we were singing in church, Chinedu was extremely into singing. He's still into singing, he still sings. I still sing, but not like before. So my singing now is just whenever I whenever it touches me to sing, I sing. But <laughs> right now singing is not like the plan anymore. But once upon a time, singing music was the plan, but now it's not. So Chinedu and I we were in the choir, we rehearsed together, we worked on so many things together. And when he told me that he wanted to talk to me about something, I was very interested. We've talked about so many things before, but this one just seemed a little bit different and I think um I'm privileged to be um to be hearing him talk about this thing and even going as far as having it recorded for everybody else to hear. So ADHD is what he told me. He first of all asked me if I had if I know of any support group and I don't know of any support group. So I I've never really heard about ADHD before. I don't even know what it means. I mean, I didn't know it was the last four days or five days. So <laughs> in simple term, I think ADHD is um attention attention deficit, deficit hyperactive disorder. disorder so i think if we want to break the word if we want to break it word for word that attention deficit you are you you close you have you don't really pay close attention to details and then hyperactivity you're so hyper you're like yeah. overly gingered so yes so when he told me if i knew of any support group i told him I did not know and then he said he wants to talk to me about it that he thinks did you say think or did you say you've been diagnosed or something um I I know but I've not like gotten like a professional because it's quite costly to get a mm-hmm. um professional diagnosis like it's kind of like for most of my life mm-hmm. I know that there's been something wrong that I couldn't most of my life, I know that there's something wrong that I couldn't, like, put into words. Okay. So, explain to people about me, not for the lack of trying, but <laughs> I just didn't know how to. And then, I think I was watching this movie, okay. um, Fast and Furious, the first one, part one. Okay. And then there was this guy that designed their cars in the garage, the engines and everything. And at this period, um, Paul Walker asked him and was like, um, why is it that you're supposed to be in MIT or something like that? And dude was like, 
yeah, I'm great in maths and physics, but every other thing I'm horrible at. Okay. So the guy literally gets A's in maths and physics, but gets F in everything. Yeah. Like that. And he said, that kind of thing cannot get him into MIT. Yeah. So he yeah. just stuck on, and they say he has this um disorder. He was trying to remember the disorder then. But what can I say? Wait, is it the ADD? And then at that moment, I'm like, oh shit. This is me. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sure yet, okay. because it was just a part. But then I went to go and browse what ADD was. I mean, ADHD I'm, or ADD? It's ADD, um, but I, along the years, they now um, upgrade to ADHD. Oh, wow. It's actually ADD. Um, so, ADD would be attention deficit disorder. disorder. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but later they found out that in most, almost everyone that has ADD, they also are active as kids. Yeah. Like, check me out when I was a kid. <laughs> it's not a funny thing. Like, most of my folks come back now and they see me how calm I've got sometimes and they're like is this the same thing they do that we knew when he was younger mm-hmm. i was like all over the place always gets into trouble i wasn't a bad kid or a bad student i just i was just always getting into trouble okay and um now hyperactivity is part of the age normally for in, in the science of the brain mm-hmm. they figure out that adhd normally is just stuck with kids yeah but along the line they found that it evolved into adulthood so the hyperactivity might not still be in the physical because you know you've grown older, you can't be doing yeah, really well as a kid. Yeah. But it it's everywhere. So that's why they said restlessness is part of it. Okay. So if if you notice, I'll be changing my positions while I'm sitting down so yeah. often. Oh. I'll do my hand like that, I'll try to there is this weird thing that I've had with me since I was a kid too, where it's kind of this, I think it's a neuro something from the brain okay. where you're just uncomfortable. Okay. And it was so bad, especially when I was young, because it was the first time, so I couldn't sleep. I didn't know how, just to finish this weird thing. And then I had to like apply pressure or a little bit of, you know, yeah, pressure or something like that. Where? To On your... Every, every joint. At first, it started with this one. This was the first place I'll never forget. Just pain? It's not it's not a pain, but you have to apply a little bit of pain, not like tricking needles or something, okay. like just, you know, bending. It's almost like when you're trying to yeah. make yourself, if, if your muscles have been stuck, you do yeah, this. Yeah. But just this one is not that the muscles are stuck. It's just one weird thing that I don't understand. So, but gradually with time, it grew from here to here to here to here to here to the whole toes. So you can't really see you. So he's pointing, he's touching his toes. <laughs> so yeah. he's talking about his toes. And then to the leg joints to i mean just think about anywhere in your body you can bend yeah, every joint the to the neck even down to my jaw oh wow oh yeah it, it just kept on evolving with time like when i was much younger they took me to the hospital for x-ray because it disturbed me so bad but the doctors didn't say anything wrong with me after the x-ray there was nothing wrong so where could this come from mm. and um what my mom could say is you know stop lying down too much just sit down if you sit down to stop but then again, we saw that have ADHD, where restlessness is a, we can't sit down for long. Yeah. And we can't also lie down for long. Right. So even if we lie down, there is always a change in position. Mm-hmm. It's like you are never like actually very, Resting. very comfortable. So it's, um, I, I, I read on the, um, the symptoms of it and I was like, oh, wow. Because I think I've had a ADHD before from mm-hmm. a song, but I didn't know it was a disorder. I just thought that. Um, I think it was a Joanna Lucas song. 
Okay. He said something about shout out to the ADHD kids, that some, 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 I can't really remember. But I never really paid attention to that. I thought maybe it was just the name of an album that is planning mm-hmm. to do an album. And then I saw it and I saw the list. And now, don't get me wrong, you might see the symptoms of this ADHD, and everybody in life at one point have experienced. Yeah, because um, I, have, I have questions, right? Yeah. Because I feel, I, I, I think that sometimes it's, it feels like normal, almost normal for you to sometimes be restless. Yeah. Right? So, because you're, you're coming from a place of self, you've just looked at your life yeah. and then put one and two together. Okay, yeah. this could be it, right? So now, well, what, how does this affect you if you're saying this could be it? Why do you want to think that this is what it is for you? The truth is that I, I don't have an, um, what's the word? It's not like a choice. Okay. You see, a lot of kids now, um, young folks, right now in Nigeria, a lot of us who don't know about ADHD, so many people don't know. But you see how the wave will be if you enter Nigeria now, and people like ADHD, even the ones that have ADHD, like, I got ADHD, I got ADHD. Is this a cool it, thing? Is, this, you, is it cool? Because people that don't really have it think yeah, it's cool. Cool, okay. Because I mean, the hyperactivity. Exactly. The hyperactivity people part. that don't have it, but maybe they have a little bit of the symptoms, like, they think it's cool, you know. It, it starts to become an excuse for being lazy, mm. an excuse for not doing your work not at home, your best not at putting your best at yeah. what you do. So they, they start thinking it's cool. But I bet you, if you see anybody that has ADHD, really does have ADHD, they beat themselves up all the time. Which, that's why sometimes, most times, I get depressed. Mm-hmm. Not because there is no money in the house or because something went wrong. That was sometimes when people see me, I'm down in, in, in my spirit. They don't know why. People with ADHD, and, and I tell you this because if you guys watch a few videos, just go online, you see a few that have come to talk on TEDx about ADHD. If you watch a few videos on this, you see how you see how emotional these guys get because ADHD is, is messed up. It's not a good thing. Okay. Come on, it's a disorder. So mm-hmm. it's not a good thing. And over in the US or in the UK where, you know, the, there's been more diagnoses that have been made for kids. A lot of people now, because they have a few symptoms, they go to the um physic um the, 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 the psychiatrist or therapist to for a drug prescription because they always give Adderall. And okay. Adderall is a drug that people use for substance abuse. Yeah. So so people yeah, because they want to get into mm-hmm. substance mm-hmm. abuse, they can't say they have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And that kills the credibility for people that actually yeah, have ADHD. It's like someone gets raped right but someone comes out and a force accuses someone and we find that person force accuse someone mm. now how are we going to believe this one now that's saying that she got raped yeah, true, when she true, actually true. got raped true, true. so it kills the credibility for people that truly have adhd um i mean I, I i could i could we're impulsive i can make a plan for my life i've never followed any plan mm. I've, i mean i'm a planner i don't know how to move forward without planning but my life never goes according to my plan. And like, this is the ADHD thing. Exactly. It's, you're impulsive. We are impulsive. You know, people don't get it. You don't get it. I've, I told you about this thing with my joints. It's highly uncomfortable. Every time, um, my, my brother, my younger brother, will actually help me with some of these things. He bends my finger so back down that I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So you have to extend it more so I can feel. It's almost like a neurosignal from my brain. So there's something they call it um is it dopamine? Yeah, just dope. 
So, like the normal brains, they have it in excess, but for the ADHD, it's very scarce. Okay. So now we get bored easily. We are. It's not that we don't pay attention. Like I'm talking to you right now. You're just talking, and I'm looking at you. Like you, this guy's a great listener. Like, <laughs> but I'm. I'm not hearing anything. Okay. You might ask me. For me, I, I feel like it works different for me because you might ask me. I, I feel like sometimes at least I'll catch one or two things. Mm. So basically, I didn't hear everything, but because thank God I'm a little bit smart, so I'll just those little things I took. I'll find a way to summarize it and just guess this is the direction you went to, yeah. and I'll just please. I think I listened, but I didn't listen. My mind is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So like I was saying, we are very restless. Not everybody has a point in their life where they're restless. Yeah, you can sit down like this for a very long time. I know people that can sit down like this for mm-hmm. a very long time and that position. Someone with HJZ, it's not possible. You can sit down like this. Next five minutes, he has changed style. Okay. So wow. it's, they're not, they're not very, it's just restless. They can't sit down for long. They can stand for long. If you have HJZ and you don't treat it with medications, you can't, you can't last in a job more than a week. Really? Oh. I, when I tell you it's messed up, I mean it's messed up. Okay, let's come back to you now. You've you've gone to generalize the yeah. whole thing. So how has this affected you? Like looking at your life back, let's say looking at your life five years ago, yeah. and looking at your life now. At at that at that point, five years ago, you probably didn't know that this is what it is, right? Yeah. But now that you have known that this is what it is, how has it affected you generally? How looking back now, then and now. I mean, I just found out that I was ADHD mm-hmm. last week. But I've always known that it was something. That it was something because I, I try, I I really do try. I've I've had teachers, uncles, aunties, people that didn't even know me just hear me talk for the first time. Like this boy is incredibly smart. Only if you're serious. Only if you put in more time. Only if you do this. Only if you do that. And it's not that I didn't want to. It's not that I didn't want to. It's just that for me, when my interest is not there, I can't. It's, you know, for many other people, if if their interest is not there, at least they they fight it out and they stay strong, you know, Mm -hmm. let me just hold it, it might be useful for me. But for me, if my interest is not there, really deep down, no matter how much I say to myself, today we are doing this thing, I'll write, I'll do my motivation, i say, this year, (laughs) ah, I won't do it. I've always wondered why. I said, where am I going wrong? What am I doing wrong? And then at the end of the day, because I didn't know that there was any disorder, I always beat myself up. I always tell myself, I'm not trying hard enough. So I'll go at it again and still the same result. I'll go at it again and still the same result. If 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 I didn't have this stuff, <laughs> maybe by now, I'll probably be an engineer. Okay. Working and everybody will be happy. Right? Everybody but, everybody be happy. Everybody be happy. Like family okay and other people they'll be happy because you know i mean he did he went to school he graduated he got his degree engineer. and now he's working as an engineer my son is an engineer <laughs> and life will be easier that way i remember when i told i still like the girl i used to be with before okay. i said sometimes i wish my life was just like yours she don't really understand. She said, your life is like mine. I said, I wish, I said, I wish, I wish you understood. <laughs> That's why sometimes I, it's, I find it hard to explain to people. I just like, I wish I could put you inside me mm-hmm. so you could only understand. Yeah. That's why I asked you if there was any, if you know any support group for ADHD in Nigeria. 
because people that have true ADHD, when they meet someone that has true ADHD, it's like family without blood. Because for the first time in your life, you've seen someone that understood. See, it's one thing to read the symptoms. Yeah. It's one thing to read. Like I told you, some people read the symptoms and say, I have it easy. Yeah. You Maybe don't. Cause, cause <laughs> some of the things you've described are basically how. Exactly. Like, I'm very, I'm, I can be very hyperactive when I want to be. Exactly. I, can, I sometimes am restless, right? But I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. It's, sometimes it's you might not have focus. Yes. So... Sometimes you can even be impulsive for some people. Some for some people they can be impulsive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some people they get angry easily. I don't get angry easily. Okay, first of all, for some people yeah. they get angry easily. So you see a few of this and I'm like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> and then I'll ask you, how often do you think about your death? Okay, that's that. It comes with ADHD as well. Yeah, often obsessing and ruminating over negative things. You that's, know it's not healthy for you, but that's crazy. Yeah. That's why I told you that if you see someone that truly has ADHD, it's a messed up world. You know it's messed up. You hope for some... You hope to be in the middle of a shitstorm. Where... (laughs) You hope to be in the middle of a shitstorm. Like somewhere that nobody in their right senses would want to be in. You know that when you're there, you would regret being there. But you hope to be there because there is this way that it is in your head. You know... There was this girl that explained it perfectly, Jennifer. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll send you um, I'll send you a link to her TEDx talk. She 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 said it very very well. You know, people look at me, they be like, I overthink, overthink. I don't overthink. I am trying to catch a thought, because in an ADHD brain, it's like millions of thoughts, and once you just catch one, two seconds, it's gone. Mm. So she explained it perfectly. That's why when she said, I just grabbed it. I was like, yeah, that's it. He says, it's like your brain is like a TV station of over 30 TV channels. And you don't even have the remote. Hmm. So still runs with someone else. So most of them are like, control yourself. Hold yourself. You can do it. Uh, right. Because I've not <laughs> thought of that before, right? <laughs> and, that's, and that's the truth. And don't get me wrong. There are a few things you can work on. Mm-hmm. I worked on my aggression. I mean... If you notice, when, when I was in GSS1, there was this boy that frustrated me. If I die, just kept on frustrating my life. And one day I just got so mad. And I gave him a punch on the face. Mm. And he fainted. Just a punch. And I was so scared because everybody thought he died. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I could overhear teachers in the office talking about expulsion for me. Ooh. It just one kid, my first term. In the first year. And the feather was in what class? Feather was in just one, my mates. Oh, okay. I was at a point in my life where if you just, I would, you know, let's get down. Mm. And I didn't think there was anybody that could even go down with me because. But after that day, I tried my best to work on. Even if someone provoked me to a fight, I never punched anybody on the face. I never, no matter how. Even if you hit me on the face, I'll find a way to let it go. Because that day, I never forgot it. Mm. I was so scared. And then gradually, my anger got worse too. I started getting angry so easily. But my anger fades really fast too. So it comes. But in that few five, five minutes, oh, all hell is broken loose. <laughs> she can shatter relationships in that five minutes. So, but I had to work on it because I was beating my siblings way too much. Like mm. too much. So I had to work on my anger and um, 
the anger was just it was still there but just that there's the things that used to get me angry i tried to accept them like there's some things my siblings used to do before that is getting me angry and i just accepted them but there are some certain things that just never goes like my dad mm-hmm. can just say something and i just get mad and in my body and in my bones are just screaming out words that if I open my mouth and say I'll regret for the rest of my life yeah. every single time every single time but I was able to tr- I tried my best to manage that even though I, it's not perfect yet but I tried my best to manage that um, what else what else um, I mean it's for any DG person it's extreme so is it that you're hot or you're cold? If you fall in love, is it that you're falling in love or you don't love at all? Mm-hmm. There is no one foot in, one foot out for an ADHD person. It's either if that's why I said if your interest is not there, mm-hmm. you would quit. That's another thing that's similar for ADHD people. They quit. They don't finish things. I've started a clothing line twice now. That was pre- I think you even got a shirt yeah, from me one time. I did. Why did I quit it? A lot of people were like, wow, this is good design. This is great design. But I quit it because I didn't like it. I like designing clothes, but the producers were not doing justice to what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so despite people saying that this is great, I didn't like it. Someone said it very well. said, it is you guys are like perfectionists. That once perfection is not achieved, they just quit. Mm. They just... So that's why I said it's a horrible existence. So when people come and make it a cool thing, ADHD, mm. we ADHD for life. I'm like, oh my god, because it is not a good thing, but it has its, it has its perks. We'll talk about the perks later. I'm interested about the dark thoughts. Um, so what what does that mean? Because I mean, yeah, there are people who are just naturally dark. Dark. We think about <laughs> dark things. See? wear dark clothes style <laughs> themselves dark ways and all yeah. that stuff but so the, how does how does because i mean i'm trying to i'm focusing on what the adhd stands for yeah which is attention deficit and hyperactive disorder so how does that dark thought how does it come in where does it come from where does it comes from okay um so now you you can differentiate between reality and fantasies right mm-hmm. for an ADHD person it's almost like you know google chrome mm-hmm. how you can open lots of tabs yeah so there are about lots of tabs open okay fantasies and realities is there but they are all one there's no line there's no reality there is no fantasy so what exists it's just what exists. I do not put it. What exists is what exists. <laughs> so there is no reality. There is no fantasy. That's why we are bound to do the same thing over and over and over again. Okay. Even though it didn't work the first time, it didn't work the second time, it didn't work the third time. You know hoping is a bad thing because yeah. it's always any disappointment. But yet we still end up hoping. I mean full-blown hope. The kind of hope that we're like, it is sure, it's coming tomorrow. And we keep on getting disappointed every time. But it's almost like, it never gets old. So we keep on going back. You know how people evolve? Mm. So they stop hoping and stop being like that young child that they were and mm. had dreams. Mm. And they just, no, this is life. It is what it is. This is what it is yeah. For an ADHD person, is, 
uh, right back to that child. They never leave that child. They, yes, they mature. Yeah. But they never leave that child. It's so telling between fantasies mm-hmm. and realities can be quite a problem, and that makes you sometimes dwell in a very dark place. Like I've had moments when I think about trapping myself in a bathroom and just point hypo all over the place because I've heard that it does damage or I've thought about well, it going to damage your skin or not my skin, like I had it kills. So Okay. Yeah. I've had um a thought where I did on this multiple times where I come out of my street and then just one trailer just crush me on the road. Or I've had the one of Todd Mainland Bridge just falling in as much as I hate water. These thoughts, is this something you want to do? Or is it just because as, as randomly, I sometimes just think of what's today about days when I'll be on Todd Mainland Bridge and I just imagine because this bridge starts collapsing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think everybody has imagined that. So <laughs> no, not that, not that kind yeah, of Not that one. I mean, okay. the kind of thought that makes just makes you think about taking your life. It's like, if this doesn't work, there's okay. no point of living. Mm. As an agency person, as much as you start and quit stacks, there is always this one thing. Okay. Because this particular part will have to lead to the perks. Okay. Of okay. It. Let's do that. So, as an agency person, as much as we suffer a lot of stuff, um, impulsiveness, which impulsiveness could actually be good, but also bad at the same time. Mm. It's like I could be dating a girl and I'll break up with her one hour. I'll break up with her this hour. Mm. The next two hours I've regretted it. I'm like, I want yeah. you back, baby. Yeah. You get that kind of stuff. So it's like that impulsive decision. So yeah. most AJG folks, if your partner doesn't understand your relationship won't last. Mm. And then if your partner now understands you, you might get bored of that relationship the mm. long run. So mm. you that you were like at the beginning, let's get married today. After a year, two years, you're like... What the fuck did I marry? Exactly. Even, let's say even if you guys are not even married. Mm. After if you, you still love the person, but it's not interesting anymore. So you start seeking new ways to make it interesting. Because we need that dopamine. So for an agency person, our brain controls us. We don't control our brain. Okay. Because if we control our brain, then it wouldn't be a disorder. Mm-hmm. Our brain controls us. So anything that gives us dopamine... It's like our brains are addicted to dopamine. So anything that injects dopamine into the brain, it goes for it. Mm-hmm. So those dark thoughts, in a weird way, somehow gives life to the brain. I don't get it. I seriously I still don't. I don't get it. Because, I mean, you could also think of good things to sometimes put your brain, to make your brain Sometimes active. even the good things are in dark places. Okay. Well. Often obsessing and ruminating over negative things. It's... It's a weird thing that I can't really explain. Yeah. But when someone that has ADHD sees it, the person will understand immediately because the person goes through it. That's why there was a person that, a girl that told me that she has ADHD. And I asked her, I mean, I didn't ask her, imme- I didn't, I didn't ask her immediately. Mm-hmm. I asked her a few weeks later. I said, I feel for like, how many times, how often do you think about taking your life? I said to that question. And she said she has never thought about taking her life. And I just smiled. It is not possible to have ADHD and you've not thought about taking your life. Really? Do you know why? Really? You have lived a frustrating life. A life of fighting. Like the fighting never stops in your head. 
every single time you are fighting you are fighting the impulse not to interrupt someone while the person is talking because that's part of ADHD you can't help yourself so you just break into conversation someone is talking that's what it's, I don't know how it's closely yeah. you, answer the, you answer a question before it's being asked like you fight that urge not to interrupt okay. not to think, do those things I think things. it's all making sense to me exactly so you keep on fighting you fight the urge not to make impulsive decisions you fight the urge to want to stay in between cold and this yeah. you don't want to be in the extreme but you always lose the battle every single time. And the thing with ADHD, even if you've made some progress with some things, the moment you fall, is right back to the start. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you've been working on something for 50 years and then you fall, it's right back to where you started. It's not let me continue from where I fell. It's right back to the ground. So it's a frustrating existence that most times you beat yourself up because your parents expect more from you, your family expect more from you, your siblings, your friends expect more from you, and, and sometimes you wish you could give them what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You want to. Deep down, you actually really want to give them what they want. You try. Like when I, I... I've always told you I didn't want to go to school. Yeah. But when my mom just tried and made me write my jam, I think 2017, I was so sure I was going to fail the jam because I didn't read for the jam. I said I was going to get 111. <laughs> you already knew your score. <laughs> but it turned out the score came out, I got 189. So I just did a change of um, school. So Michael Opera, my state school. And I got in. I really got in. First list, imagine. 100, when someone got 140, first list has not gotten in yet. Mm. I got 189, I got first list, chemistry. And when I got in, there's, you know, there's this excitement entering a school brings to you. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't want to enter it before, it just brings a different kind of excitement. And I made up my mind. I said, you know what? Because my aunt had already promised me um, a master's degree in the UK with her. So I made, come on, look at all these promises to go and focus and do my music and everything. Yeah. I said I was going to study. I wanted to just study and get good grades at least. Nothing less than a 2.5 um, GP or something. Yeah, and so then leave the university. Just study. I made up my mind. Music on the low. I might never do it at all. I might just, maybe once in a while, just hang around and just sing. But for ADHD people, it doesn't work that way. Because then I get to be in a classroom and the teacher is speaking. And I'm like, <laughs> because it's not that I'm dull. Yeah. It's not that I'm dumb. My interest is not just there. Mm-hmm. And when, once my interest is not there, <laughs> I've been in a seminar from 8 o'clock to 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Imagine that long being in a seminar, listening to someone talk. My interest was there. So I wanted to listen. Yeah. But once your interest is not there, so um, I would say from everything you have said, I would say ADHD is is a disorder based on interest, right? If some yeah. if you're interested in something, then that's the hyperactivity. That that's the hyperactive part of you. Like you have interest in this, you go all the way to do it, right? Yes. But you don't have interest in this, then that's the attention deficit. Then you're like, oh, please just shut up, let me move on my life. Yeah. Right. So okay. So yeah. Yeah. So um we know we've had s- several conversations before now. Yeah. You've always told me about things you wanted to do and yeah. don't do them, yeah. things you wanted to do, things you wanted to start and didn't yeah. do them. So basically this is the ADHD was it ADHD that affected all these decisions of yours. Yeah. Now it we it is clear that this thing has affected you. Yeah. Right? So what, what steps are you taking moving forward? What are you doing now? What are you are, are they are you seeking help? Are you what are you doing? Well, um, oh, 
That is actually quite a simple but hard question. Um, what am I doing? <laughs> no, it could be as simple as talking to somebody. If somebody, somebody you know that can actually help you, just listen to you. Well, normally, truth about some of the DJs, they they don't have to be alone. They don't know how to be alone. If they don't have someone to talk to, they can't die. Oh my god, I would die if I don't have someone to talk to. Exactly. I would die. I don't, know, I don't think I have ADHD, but, but me on my own, exactly when you have like issues or something. Yes. Like, so, like, some of the ADHD, like, that's why sometimes, and sometimes telling one person is not enough. Like, you're supposed to tell one person and be satisfied. Yeah. Like, tell one person, you're not enough. Tell two, you tell three, you tell four. And sometimes you just meet this dude that you don't know. Or lady that you don't know, and you just start knowing each other on the spot, and then you've told the person your whole life story, mm. and then you start regretting why did I do that? Mm. But you just told the person your whole life story. Um, so the truth is, for any Asian person, the um, I'm 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 trying to. I'm going back to me where I was before two thousand and eighteen. Before mm-hmm. I go back to school, mm-hmm. because even though I didn't know what Asian it was. I knew that there was nothing I could do except for music. Mm. That was my only therapy. I think I used to say that thing. Music was my life. Without music, there was no life in me. And that was the truth. Without music, I'll be fucked. I'm sorry for the language. But without music, as in... I really want people to understand how serious this is. Oh my God, I know. You guys, I know how serious (laughs) this is. Like, music for this guy is like... (laughs) Everything <laughs> without and and there's something that this guy said I can't remember his name so he's gave a speech at TEDx. With ADHD, you don't try to do something. You hear people say, "I'm going to try to do this." Mm. In ADHD, you don't try because once you try, you fail. In ADHD, you just do. So just like my music stuff, I knew from the beginning. I knew that it's almost like there was this thing in my head that always knew that I was going to be successful in music, mm. because you just do it. And you know that thing that you are because, like I told you, the perks, the hyper focus. Even though we don't have focus on any other thing else, mm. we also have the gift of hyper focus to be focused on one thing. And that thing doesn't just come in music. Sometimes That's the it interest. comes exactly. Sometimes it comes in tax. Like now, normally ADG people are horrible at house chores, right? But there are moments where that hyper focus thing comes in, and we can see us. We we'll sweep the room, wash the toilets, wash the plates, clean everywhere. In a way, my mom usually says it that she likes it when I wash the the plates, because it's so neat everywhere. So because of that hyper focus, when you do it, you, you we don't like doing things halfway. We do it perfectly, that kind of thing. But when that hyper focus is not there, hmm. if if you tell us go and do this, if we don't do it now, forget it. We're not doing it again. That's why it's a now or never. If we procrastinate, we are forgotten. So it's a now or never, unless if you keep on flashing that thing on us. Mm. You know, like that's what I say to my mom when she say, "This are things you're supposed to your common sense to do." My mom is amazing, by the way. So, so <laughs> like these are things that you're supposed to know. Common sense. Mommy, see, I don't have problem doing the chores. Just help me, remind me, because mm. sometimes my say, "What are you thinking about? You don't have children." I say, "Mommy, it's not that I'm thinking. That. I, you don't understand. You just, understand. Just remind me." I say, "If you remind me, I will go and do it." I, sometimes I can pass the kitchen, looking at the place dirty. My mind is not even there. He said, didn't you see? Didn't you pass it? My mind is not there. And so, for me, I've just gone back to the basics of focusing on my interest. Because that's the only thing I can do. Without that, I would just keep on going probably to my 40s and my mates would have 
gotten homes of theirs mm. and I'm still struggling with probably the fiftieth interest that I've put my mind into because mm. you can put you'd be interested in so many things. Yeah. But if you if it's not that thing, I mean check Will I am you, you know Will I am, mm. Black Eyed Peas. He said something, he, he every time he got a job, he always quit at the first week or he got fired at the first week. Every time. He was horrible at school. He had he has ADHD by the way. Was horrible at school. But then he just found that music was just his therapy. And he focused on it. And, you know, we know where Will I Am ended. Yeah. Same with Adam Levine, Timbalik, and even this comedian that judges in American God Talent. And, you know, you, you fo- that gymnast girl, the black girl that mm. won the mm. gold, this thing. So you focus on your interests. Yes, people might not agree to your way of life because it's not the norm. Even you, you won't agree with your way of life. But you know that that is the only option. They might not get it. So it's not up to you to make sure you make something out of yourself. Because if you do that, they will appreciate you later. Yeah. Even this ADHD stuff, even though it's going to come into light in Nigeria, a lot of people will accept it. A lot of people won't accept it. A lot of people will be like, that's just an excuse. Yeah, some people would see it as that's just new human yeah, beings. Like, that's, exactly. It's a normal that's thing. That's basically it. And the truth is, when you truly see someone that has ADHD, it's not a joke. It's it really is not a joke. I've had moments where I've sat down in the room, and mm. cry, and I'm. It's very hard for me to cry. I mean, the tears is always here. It's very easy for the tears to come here, but it's very hard for it to drop. So, I've had moments where I sat and I've cried. I've had moments where I sat and I was just tired of fighting. And I said, "What's the point of living?" That's like my almost every day. What's, what's the point of living? What's the point of living? And, and, I'll, and I'll sit down and I'll just want to take my life. And I wonder, why do I think that? Because at the point, you're tired of fighting. There's just this constant battle in your head, this constant battle in your head. And you just get exhausted. Just get terribly exhausted. And Wow. <clears throat> well, so... um. How are you? I'm good. Okay. I was just checking. <laughs> okay, so we have like over um, a thousand um, plays. Like, when we want to put everything together. So there may be someone who's listening now. Yeah. Who's probably going through the same thoughts that you are having. So what would you like to tell them? What would you say to them? I mean, it seems like you're putting everything together now. And you're going back to your music. You're trying to stay focused on that and make it work. Yeah. So what would you say to people who are still waking up every morning and saying, what's the point of life? What's the point of living? People are still thinking of throwing themselves in front of a boss and all that. What would you say to them if they have listened to you now? The truth is, um, first of all, we all need people. And I feel it's important because I asked Michael earlier before this conversation if he knew a binary support group First of all, I think if there's anybody that's truly going through what I'm going through, we should get together, whether talking maybe through a WhatsApp group or meeting physically, just hang out a few of us and talk, because trust me, that will give you the kind of joy you've never known in your life. Trust me, I know that because I've met someone that actually goes through the same thing, the exact same thing. Have you guys been talking, you and this person? Actually, me and the person we've known ourselves a long time. And but it's been helpful, right? 
Well, like I mean, when you got to know that. When I got, when, yeah, yeah, exactly. When I got to know it, the kind of joy the person was so happy that day, because the person too was beating herself up over this thing. She felt like, is he had just been lazy? Is she not trying hard enough, or is she not doing it enough? You, you know, when you ask yourself those questions, then you know you're actually doing enough. Mm. People that are actually being lazy don't ask themselves that. Yeah. Some people, because they play video games for 18 hours, say they have ADHD. Why? Because you have hyper-focus on playing games. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. no. If you really have ADHD, you know how messed up it is. You won't, it, it won't be something you're proud of. That's why sometimes, because we want to put it in a positive light, we say look at it as a superpower. Because it has, a, it has some perks. Mm. Like I said, it has some perks. Did I mention forgetfulness? That's one of the worst. Um, if you've noticed, sometimes I take some breaks before I talk. It's not that I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what I remembered a few seconds ago. Mm. I keep on forgetting words. The moment that I wanted to go and buy fuel, took the money. I go to the police station. I said, I want to buy for one thousand. Say, where's your keg? I did forgot the keg at home. Oh, wow. I had to go back to get the keg. You walked all the way. All the way back to get the keg. I've had moments like that. I've had moments where I've gotten halfway. If if I didn't, because I saw some of my guys on the road, if not that I saw some of them and I greeted them, and I was like, oh my God. They asked me what I was going to say for the station. I was like, oh, I was not with gig. I had to go back again and get the gig. Um, a few of those things happen. Some people experience even worse than that. Some people's one is even more occurring than my own. But mine, what's more occurring is the for, forgetting of what I'm about to say. Forgetting your thoughts. Exactly. Because you're trying to catch those thoughts. So, I mean, it's... I'm sorry. Let me see if I can... Um, it's, um, it's, a bit, it's a bit much because, trust me, I've forgotten a few, a few things. Um, a few things. Um, okay. There was this meme that someone did. And this says, you know, two types of ADHD modes. I can't do it. Truth is that once you can't do it, you can't do it. It's not believe in yourself and you know those <laughs> aspires to go high levels. Yeah. It's once you can't do it, you can't do it. And there is I can't stop doing it. So it's like this music thing. It's not something I can stop. It's already a part of me. Mm-hmm. It's like those negative thoughts. Even when I've blown and I have enough money in life, it will still be there. I'll still struggle with those thoughts. Another one, I told you this earlier on two types of ADHD time, right this very second or never. My mom usually complained about that. Even before I use ADHD, she was like, everything is now, 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 now with you. Maybe something, maybe I thought she had to give me a number of someone that's supposed to help me out with something. I'd be like, mommy, the number, like, chill now. You just told me now. <laughs> Because everything is na 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 with you, and that's the truth. She, she always says something like in a in a nike nike, okay, very very <laughs> very aggressive with everything, like just, and that's how it is. I, sometimes I try to help myself, but I never last a week, <laughs> and then I just go full in for it. Even if it affects religion, okay, it affects religion. Um, people with ADHD, at least sixty five percent of them struggle with their faith. Because normally in life they're already struggling. Imagine when they come out the struggles of faith in there. And so they struggle with it. So because most times, like I told you, it's extreme for them. So they either if they're in the faith, they are worshipping God fully, 
or they're not in the faith at all. I would love to talk about these parts, right? Because I have personal, we have personal, you know, yeah. <laughs> personal backstories about yeah. that. But we don't have much time yeah. anymore. So, for everybody who has listened and who may be going through all of this, that just know that you're not alone. You can reach out to me and maybe we can help ourselves connect with each other and just maybe start a support group. I don't know. But yeah, yeah it is very important that we all help each other in in our moment of weakness and moments where we're not sure of what is going on with us. So, um, Chinidu is... It was nice having you here. It's amazing it was, being here. It was, it was wonderful for you to have shared all of this. I really appreciate you. Thank you. So, um, any other thing you want to say? You want to maybe drop your Instagram handle or your... Uh, well, Facebook I mean, there's nothing that will help you in my handle. <laughs> <laughs> but in case you feel the urge to follow, I am really deep. That's the name. Um, probably very soon you see some actual content. Maybe what you see there is just a few photography shots. Okay. But <laughs> Nothing really fun. Yeah. All right, that's I am really deep on Instagram. You can follow Chinedu, and of course, you know, <laughs> the Michael Fire is still my handle on Instagram and Twitter. In case you haven't followed me yet, you can do that now. Thank you for listening. Next week as well, we're going to have um, another guest. I don't know who yet, but be sure that something else is coming next week. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to share, drop your reviews as well, give me feedback, tell me how I can make this better. And how I can make it more fun. I know today was not really fun. Today was more sad. (laughs) (laughs) And low tempo. I'll try not to put any (laughs) background music. It doesn't get all sad. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Thank you very much for listening. And do have a wonderful week ahead.